بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت ما ضرب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شيئا قط بيده ولا امرأة ولا خادما إلا أن يجاهد في سبيل الله وما نيل منه شيء قط فينتقم من صاحبه إلا أن ينتهك شيء من محارم الله فينتقم لله تعالى رواه مسلم just to refresh our memories this chapter which we are discussing babul af wal i'rad anil jahilin the chapter which deals with forgiveness the forgiveness referred to here is in our interactions with our fellow human beings to have a forgiving attitude the epitome of which was the akhlaq and character of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he did not keep anything in his heart he would freely forgive wal i'rad anil jahilin and to turn away or to ignore the actions of those who are ignorant this hadith which we are currently discussing we dealt with quite in detail the first part of the hadith the narrator is aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala anha in it she describes and she says that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam never struck anyone in his entire life he did not hit or strike anyone with his hands as we discussed this previously the emphasis found in this hadith ma daraba the ma is what we call nafia that is to negate and then qattu in arabic is 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 a, is a word that is used to create greater emphasis like we would say in the english language never ever never ever rasulullah sallallahu alaihi raised his hand and struck anyone wala imratan wala khadiman specific mention is made in this hadith of two categories of people and as we mentioned previously this is the crunch test the acid test of one's akhlaq and character it's very easy to deceive the whole world but to pull wool over the eyes of these two categories is impossible one is your wife or your family at home and the other is your subordinates or your servants so she emphasizes this that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam never ever with his hand struck neither his wives nor his servant illa an yujahida fi sabilillah except obviously when making jihad in the path of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then with his hands nabiy pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam would inflict harm but besides this allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam never ever harmed any creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ما ضرب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شيئا قط بيده This we find this meaning also in another hadith of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم when this question was put to Nabi Pak صلى الله عليه وسلم اي الاسلام افضل اي الاسلام افضل This I mentioned many many times to understand the veracity and meaning of this hadith understand it in the current context It is as if for example south africa you have a muslim population of plus minus 1 million people it is as if allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam today is alive amongst us 
this question is put to Nabi of Aaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They don't Nabi of Allah tell us of this plus minus one million Muslims in South Africa today, who is the best Muslim? This is what this question means. Ayyul Islami Afdal, who is the best Muslim? Our concept or our understanding or our perception of what is Islam, what is Islamic development, what is the development of one's Iman, etc. We tend to equate it specifically to what we call mujahadat, exerting oneself in a'mal or ibadat. If a person is tahajjud guzar, is fasting all the time, is always in tilawat of Qur'an, always in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is our concept or idea that such a person has spiritually evolved, he's a pious person, he's the best Muslim amongst us. However, when we weigh this in the light of the response of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we see a completely different picture emerging. And no, this, we do not understate the importance of ibadat, exerting yourself in tilawat of Qur'an, fasting, etc. These are great acts of virtue and they are necessary, imperative parts of iman and one's spiritual development. But it should not be at the expense of akhlaq at the expense of character. Don't on the one hand be, mashallah, a person who's always in ibadat, and then on the other hand, like the bucket with the whole concept, where you are aggressive in your dealings with others, you hurt, you, you inflict hurt and harm upon others, because this is a way by which you will destroy whatever good deeds you have done. Coming back to this response, Ayyul Islami Afdal, who is the best Muslim amongst us? Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is his response? Man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. He said, it is that person from whom others, from whose hands and from whose tongue others are safe. In other words, he does not inflict unnecessary harm or hurt upon others around him. A Muslim is not one who is aggressive. A Muslim is not one who raises his hands at home. Today we hear these terms, domestic abuse. Domestic abuse. Domestic abuse, this is something that should never ever be found in Islam. person raising his hands upon his wife, striking her, inflicting bodily harm upon her. One hadith of Rasulullah we find this mafhum, that what type of a human being are you? That at night you share the bed with the woman and in the day you are striking her as you would strike at a human, uh, strike at an animal or strike at, at someone else. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this is the testimonial given directly from the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That ma daraba Rasulullah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa never raised his hand. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam never struck any of his wives. So, ashik Rasul follower of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi emulating Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa having love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what does Quran tell us laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatun hasana for you in the Rasul of Allah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the most beautiful example so this is the example this is what we have to learn no matter how angry you become no matter how upset you become there are hudud there are limitations there are boundaries which shariat has raised which in our homes, in our businesses, in our day-to-day interaction with our fellow human beings, it is absolutely important and imperative that we observe these boundaries. 
violence against our families, domestic abuse. This is something that Islam will never ever tolerate. On the same note, we are digressing when it comes to the teaching adab and etiquette to our children. Here also we find great, great ulama of Islam, in fact has written an entire treatise on this, that if we are going to inflict bodily harm upon our children, if we are going to raise the hands on the children, then we find that within certain limitations, Shariat has given permission when one is making other for one's children, there are certain allowances that are given, but these are highly restrictive. And we find that generally, when you, if you will strike your children, Mashaitani writes at great detail, this creates sakhti, this creates harshness in the personality of that child. Islam is a religion where we learn through the akhlaq of Rasulullah that if you want to make adab, if you want to teach, you want to educate, teach through love. Don't teach through harshness. This is Aisha radiallahu anha is telling us. Allah's Rasul never struck anyone. So in the home we have this saying, spare the rod, spoil the child. Spare the rod and spoil the child, like I said, is very limited. It should not be the norm. If you want deen to come in those children, show them love. Let there be sohbat, let there be companionship and lead by way of example. In fact, when it comes to doing the adab and etiquette of your children, their ulama write, when you are in a state of anger, if they have done something to upset you, if they have done something to upset you, at the time of anger, don't give in to the dictates of that anger. Let the anger settle. Afterwards, utilize your mind rather than using your heart. Utilize your mind, weigh the situation and then give advice. If you become upset also, let it be within the hudud and within the limitations of shariat. Allah's Rasul would crawl around on his fours, on his back, Sayyidina Hussain radiallahu ta'ala anhu, on his back, Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhu, on his back, the daughter of Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anha. In his house, he would play with the children. There would be this loving, affectionate nature of Rasulullah sallallahu This is how you will instill the akhlaq and character of Islam. Allah give us two fixed one.